Welcome to the H1B Guy podcast, and thank you for downloading or streaming the H1B Guy podcast. This is an audio-only version of the H1B Guy news for the week ending June 11th, 2021. The H1B Guy podcast is proudly sponsored by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job board posting since 2001, and also by Path to Canada, the ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. The H1B Guy here, and today, the H1B Guy news for the week ending June 11th, 2021. Today, I'll cover H1B bankers in limbo, and USCIS updates more policies. But before we get started, I'd like to ask you, if you haven't already, to please subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and like this video so that I can continue to produce more content like this for you. I also wanted to mention the H1B Guy offers a variety of consulting services. I help businesses and individuals solve complex work authorization issues in the recruitment process while bringing awareness to employment-based immigration benefits. If I can help you, please reach out. I'd love to hear how. Today's news is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job board postings since 2001, and also by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. Well, I wanted to say thanks to everyone who took time to watch and join me on Wednesday for the H-1B Guy Presents Live, Daniel Botero, founder of Mastering College to Career. If you haven't checked that out, please take some time to watch that video. And also for those of you who have already checked out the Eagle Act 2021 breakdown that I published yesterday. The biggest news of the week, however, comes from us from USCIS sharing the total of H-1B requests they received for fiscal year 2022, coming in at 308,613. Look for more from me on this next week. Now, the news. June 3rd, 2021. In an article written by Sarah Butcher for eFinancial Careers titled The Precarious Position of Bankers on H-1B Visa. Quote, since President Trump's H-1B visa ban expired in April 2021, things should in theory be looking up for financial services employees looking to enter America on H-1B visa. In reality, things are still tough, especially for H-1B visa holders who travel back to India to care for sick family members during the pandemic. But even without COVID-19, life is as hard as highly as is as hard as a highly skilled immigrant in America. Dr. Marcella F. Gonzalez, a sociologist and researcher at the City University of New York, has published a paper on the problems faced by highly skilled immigrants in the U.S. In it, she highlights the toll taken by the precarious working conditions created by the U.S. visa system. Gonzalez conducted 30 semi-structured interviews with highly skilled immigrants, many of whom were working in the U.S. under the H-1B visa system introduced in the 1990s. Individuals who have come to the U.S. on the H-1B visas can apply for legal permanent residency, but Gonzalez notes that this can be a challenge for those from China, India, the Philippines, and Mexico who are typically placed on waiting lists because the U.S. permanent immigration system doesn't allocate more than 7% of permanent visas to individuals from one country. As a result, many of those in the system have experiences similar to Facundo, a financial services uh, 
professional interviewed as part of the study. When he completed his master's degree, Fasundo told Gonzalez that he had problems finding a U.S. job that would sponsor the H-1B visa, despite having worked in finance previously and already having international experience. After multiple interviews with companies that declined to sponsor him, he was finally compelled to accept a position below his skills, work experience, and with a low wage. To complicate matters further, Gonzalez says immigrants end up rotating between different visas, each with their own restrictions. People who studied in the U.S. start on OPT visas, then switch to H-1B visas, and can then apply for permanent residency subject to country restrictions. People who come to the U.S. to work without first studying in the country start on J-1 visas, then move to H-1B before attempting to convert it into permanent residency. She says the varying restrictions put immigrants under constant legal control and scrutiny and contribute to their anxiety and precariousness. This story sounds all too familiar. While China and India get the majority of the attention for those individuals mired in the green card backlog, it is worth mentioning again that Philippines, Mexico, and not mentioned but El Salvador, Guatemala, and Honduras are in similar situations, albeit with shorter wait times. I've covered Sarah's articles a few times on this channel over the last year, and her content ranges from anti-H1B to pro-H1B all in a matter of paragraphs. The financial sector definitely utilizes a wide range of H-1B visa employees to fill a variety of specialty occupations, enough so that it warrants this kind of coverage from e-financial careers. But back to the familiar story. Constant legal control and scrutiny contribute to their anxiety and precariousness. I'm pretty sure that resonates with many of you watching this. June 9, 2021, in a news release posted on USCIS.gov titled, USCIS Updates Policies to Improve Immigration Services. Quote, U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services has issued new policy updates in the USCIS Policy Manual to clarify the criteria and circumstances for expedited processing, improve requests for evidence, RFE, and notice of intent to deny, NOID, guidance, and increase the validity period for an initial and renewal employment authorization documents, EADs, for certain non-citizens with pending adjustment of status applications. We're taking action to eliminate policies that fail to promote access to the legal immigration system and will continue to make improvements that help individuals navigate the path to citizenship and that modernize our immigration system, said Secretary of Homeland Security Alejandro in Mayorkas. These policies these policy measures are consistent with the Biden-Harris administration's priorities to eliminate unnecessary barriers to our nation's legal immigration system and reduce burdens on non-citizens who may be eligible for immigration benefits, said acting USCIS Director Tracy Renault. USCIS is committed to promoting policies and procedures that ensure we operate in a fair, efficient, and humane manner that reflects America's heritage as a land of opportunity for those who seek it. Expedited processing under the updated expedited criteria policy benefit requesters and USCIS officers are provided further guidance on when expedited processing may be warranted. Expedited processing is a special situation service that USCIS considers for benefit requesters who urgently need their request for immigration benefits adjudicated. USCIS reviews requests on a case-by-case -case basis. 
request for evidence and notices of intent to deny. USCIS is returning to the adjudicative principles of a June 2013 memo that instructed agency officers to issue an RFE or a NOID when additional evidence could potentially demonstrate eligibility of an immigration benefit. As part of the updated RFE and NOID policy, USCIS is rescinding a July 2018 memo that permitted agency officers to deny certain immigration benefits requested instead of first issuing an RFE or NOID. This updated policy will ensure that benefit requesters are given an opportunity to correct innocent mistakes and unintentional omissions. In general, a USCIS officer will issue an RFE or NOID when the officer determines additional information or explanation may potentially establish eligibility for an immigration benefit. Employment authorization documents, updated policy guidance will increase the current one-year validity period of both initial and renewal EADs to two years for certain adjustment of status applicants. Increasing the validity period on EADs for certain adjustment applicants is expected to reduce a number of employment authorization requests USCIS receives and allow the agency to shift limited resources to other priorities. The guidance was issued due to ongoing processing delays affecting the completion of adjustment of status applications. Renewing EADs in this category is generally free, and USCIS received nearly 370,000 adjustment-related employment authorization requests in fiscal year 2020. Well, as I've been saying, you know, as USCIS continues to announce and update their policies, here's another common sense update, actually three and one announcement, that eliminates Trump-era policies targeted at delaying processing times for high-skilled immigrants. While I've been a little underwhelmed from President Biden's focus on high-skilled immigration reform, it is great to see the initiative and direction from DHS and USCIS on working through the ongoing processing delays that have impacted thousands. Automatic extensions for EADs of individuals with pending adjustment of status is a huge relief. Uh, making it two years is even better, and hopefully that will eliminate some potential work stoppages. As I said many times before, RFEs are generally used as delay tactics by USCIS, so let's hope that that becomes more of a thing in the past as they clear up more resources and are able to process uh, these different filings in a much faster manner based on this new guidance. For the full post on the H1B Guy news for the week ending June 11th, 2021, please check out the H1BGuy.com. And a reminder that today's post is brought to you by RecruiterNetworks.com, the smart solution for digital perm ads and local job board posting since 2001. This national job board network provides recruitment websites in 1,024 major U.S. metro areas. Each local job board is its own portal and is a low-cost resource for immigration recruitment ads for all industries and professions with a flat price of $225 per ad regardless of which city you choose. RecruiterNetworks.com has been the number one place for immigration attorneys immigration ad agencies and employers to meet the DOL requirements for the digital portion of the PERM advertisement rules. RecruiterNetworks.com. Tell them the H-1B guy sent you. And this today's news is also brought to you by Path to Canada. Path to Canada provides an ideal plan B for high-skilled immigrants currently located in the U.S. whose status may be uncertain. If you're facing an H-1B denial or OPT expiration, don't get caught off guard. Make sure you have a plan B and Path to Canada is your answer. They will help you navigate the process. If you're interested in finding out more, please be sure to click the link in the video description below. Just wanted to ask you again to like this video subscribe to the H1B Guy channel here on YouTube and click the bell for notifications so that you're notified anytime we post new content here to this channel. 
If you've made it this far, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to watch my video. I really appreciate your support. The H-1B Guy, your global source for all things H-1B.